Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're very welcome back to LMFM Sunday Sport. David Sheehan with you until half past five. Now, some big news announced earlier this week for Meath GAA with the arrival of Valerie and Noel Moran of Beckett Stud as sponsors of the underage sides in the county. The appointment of Barry Horgan as the new general manager for Meath football from under 13 to under 20 and the creation of a new post-minor role for this year's All-Ireland minor winning manager Cahill O'Brick. A little bit earlier on, I spoke to Cahill about his new job and the other exciting developments announced this week. Cahill, thanks so much for taking the time. A really exciting week for Meath GAA and some big announcements. But before we get to that, it's been a few weeks now since that All-Ireland minor final win. Has it sunk in yet? Yeah, just, I suppose, I, I'm, I, there's enough a distance now, David, between uh, uh, between now and the final to kind of reflect on it a little bit more. And I suppose, you know, I suppose uh, uh, joy and satisfaction, I suppose, at, at what we achieved and that, you know, I suppose there's such a maelstrom of of emotions on the day and even in the days after it uh, there where you're kind of you know you're obviously there's a, a round of engagements that you're on and you're trying to process the whole thing but it's only now kind of when I'd sit down maybe on a um, Friday evening and I'd turn on the game just to have a look and that you're able to kind of sit back uh, relax and watch it in the knowledge that you that you got over the line but also then appreciate I suppose all the uh, you know the different things that happen in the game that kind of built us up uh, towards uh, winning the All-Ireland for, for the first time in, in, in uh, 29 years. Did you think it was heading for extra time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like um, myself and, and Marcus and, and Mick McFadden, who were on that side of the pitch, close to the subs. Uh, we were already looking at the, the subs uh, there to see who we were going to get in in extra time. We needed definitely two or three pairs of fresh legs, um, and already we were just kind of scanning around just to kind of see right who position-wise who we might kind of put in uh, as Conor Owens was was lining up that that famous final free. Uh, so you know. I, I didn't even watch the free. It was only the reaction to the free there that uh, when I heard the reaction, I, I, I realised at that stage that's that's uh, we we have we have the title in the bag and and just relief number one and then just kind of I suppose unbridled joy at at I suppose at everything having having come together and and finally uh, having reached the the top of the ladder. Where does that compare? How does that compare in your career? Because you're a man that's represented me at various levels. You've won senior championships with Navin O'Mahony's. Is it, is it kind of? Do you nearly draw a distinction between playing and management, or can you put them all together and, and rank them in terms of you know how they made you feel and how you reflect on them? 
Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, like I won, you know, two senior championships on a Mahoney's and and an intermediate championship on a Mahoney's, and and like they were, I suppose, you know, they were great feelings as well because, you know, that's with your club mates, that's with the players that you grew up with, and you know that you played under twelve, under fourteen, under sixteen, and finally, you know, you win a senior championship with some of those players. So that's an amazing feeling as well. But. I suppose this is this was a little bit different. Um, I suppose that we took on these players in, in February 2018, and we had four years to work with them. And you built up such a bond; they really became like part of your family. Um, you built up such a bond with themselves and with their families, with their clubs, with the schools, and uh, you know you invested, I suppose, a lot of your your kind of time and effort as as they did um, in into kind of what we laid on kind of training wise and games wise as well so yeah it, it, it is different I suppose when you're coaching um, and that it, it's a different experience but it's, it's no less satisfying at all and that you know and I suppose I uh, shared that with the six other coaches as well and I suppose all the time that we had spent kind of preparing and you know making sure that these guys were challenged you know that they, that they reached their potential in, in every aspect of their game and then to see it come to fruition and like we set the target maybe arrogant so back in, in, in 2018 that you know we believed we could win an All-Ireland title and, and yet you know along the way I suppose you're kind of thinking I don't know will we actually ever be there like we, will we actually ever make it with all the other mm-hmm. factors that I suppose have to fall into place and then you're in Croke Park on All-Ireland Minor Day and you're playing Tyrone and you're kind of pinching yourself saying mm-hmm. we're, we're actually we're really here and we're in the last two uh, in the country and then I suppose to you know to win it then it's, it, it was it was an absolutely amazing feeling and I, I, I would put it up there definitely alongside the you know the championships that I've, I've won from Annie's uh, and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just an amazing feeling and I'm supposed to share it with the squad, 41 players, with their families, uh, with the coaches and that, you know, there's, I suppose there's a bigger spread. We had 20 clubs across the county represented as well. So, you know, there was a kind of a wider feeling yeah. uh, in it, whereas I thought the Manny's one, they're, they're, it's a tight-knit group that you've grown up with sure. um, and, that, and, and there's great enjoyment in that as well. Yeah, and that was one of the things we were actually talking about on the show was the spread of clubs that are represented because uh, you know I remember coming back to when I was playing it was typically the, your screens Summer Hills O'Mahony's that were represented so brilliant to see so many clubs represented I was speaking to your um, selector David Callaghan a few weeks ago and I was asking him about what the future looked like for yourself and him and, and that group on the management team and he said you know there were discussions ongoing I guess a little bit of clarity has come uh, this week around what's going to happen with Meath after that minor success and you're going to be very much part of that in that post minor role we'll get to some of the other things that were announced this week in a moment but that post minor role for you it's a new role really within the county and a lot of people would say it's not before time can you talk to us a little bit about what that'll involve yeah so the, the post minor role really was conceived from um, looking back over previous years and how a host of talented players that had reached minor level uh, that maybe weren't ready to go on and play under 21 as it was at the time uh, or, or adult football drifted away from the game uh, maybe lost a little bit of their enthusiasm or their enjoyment for the game lost that connection I suppose with the players that uh, they had played with up to you know under 16 under 17 under 18 um, and really you know our, 
our, our responsibility, I suppose, was to, you know, to look at those players and say, listen, you know, from my squad, let's say, uh, take a round figure that maybe um, eight to ten might, jo- might join John McCarthy's uh, 20, uh, under-20 squad uh, in 2022. That means that there's another, you know, 31 players uh, there that, you know, are they just going to go back to the club and maybe they'll be called in next year or in two years' time to see if they're, uh, first of all, if they're available or if they're interested or, you know, if, 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 if their form, their football form is, is, is kind of, you know, where it is now. Um, so we kind of said, look, we would love to look after those players you know, keep them on a program, a, a physical development program and a skills program um, and a mental preparation uh, program there as well to make sure that they stay connected, they stay together, we can monitor their progress um, and then if they're ready to play under 20 in 2023 or if they're ready to play under 20 in 2024, at least they are together and that we have monitored them and that they're, they're on a meaningful, effective program uh, that will not only benefit themselves and the clubs, but hopefully the county as well. Yeah, and I suppose the obvious question coming out of that is, you know, anyone that's training non-stop without games, it, it can get a little bit tedious after a little while, as we've seen in, in recent times with COVID and everything else. So for this group that are being monitored and are going to be training and looked after in terms of S&C, what, what will that look like for them? Will they be able to play any games at all or how will that work, I mean, in terms of the county? I, I, I think I, I don't think it could have a program like that without some program of games. Uh, now it's still to be decided what that would be. There, there is no official competition, let's say, for around that under eighteen, under nineteen, uh, at, at inter-county level. So you know, I suppose it's getting a little bit creative. Obviously, we'll have our own in-house games, uh, and we'll be able to link in with John McCarthy's squad as well, as well for some of those challenge games as well. We'd, we'd hope to play, you know, a few games outside of that there as well. We do know there's a couple of other counties that are running a similar program that may be interested in in in, in challenge games. Um, you know, hopefully there will be, you know, college teams. There'll be freshers college teams on that next February March. Who'll be looking for games as well. So I think to run a skills program and a physical development program and not have some program of games. I don't think it's going to be meaningful uh, for the players or for the coaches uh, involved. So, you know, we have to sit down and, and, and look at a programme of games, but definitely I would hope that there would be a programme of games that we'd be able to, you know, get these guys together, get them out on the pitch and road test some of the, the uh, you know, the skills work and the and the physical development work that we've been working on. Yeah, absolutely. I suppose that's the, that's the, is the most important thing is getting, getting games when you're training all the time. Uh, one of the other things that was announced this week is Barry Horgan's appointment as the head of football Football development in need, which is a, a really big appointment, and I think again something that people would have been hoping to, to have seen happen for many years. It's great that it has now happened. I know you've been speaking to him during the week, and his strong Mead connections, Barry. What will his role look like? Do you know, Cahill? Um Barry's role is really to uh, support the, the, the coaches uh, and the players from under 13 to under 20 in Mead. So that football development program, um, you know, that I've been involved in for the last few years um, and, and thankfully has gone well, obviously bringing us the success that we had this year. And along with that, I suppose, you know, the, the, the 2020 minor squad uh, reaching a semi-final and then the 2018 uh, minor squad reaching a semi-final as well. So there's 
there's a lot of good work that's going on uh, at, at underage level and I suppose Barry's role really will be to come in and I suppose oversee the work that's going on um, I suppose look at uh, coaching standards uh, how he can support uh, the, the, the coaching that's going on both the, the skills coaching um, and the physical development programme he has a lot of um, experience in the strength and conditioning uh, area his responsibility with the with the Brumbies in Australia is is the transition of uh, youth players to, to adults uh, over there so you know this is this is an ideal scenario I suppose for us in that you know we're doing a lot of good work on the ground but we're going to have Barry coming in um, as a, 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 in a support role basically to advise us and to guide us um, in what we're doing and basically again to get the, the, the you know make sure that all of these players can reach their potential you know, with the, with the, the forward uh, aim that, you know, a lot of these players will enjoy their game more, will play for longer, and hopefully a lot of them go on to play uh, adult for their clubs and, and possibly senior for their county also. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's obviously been a massively positive week in terms of the news that's coming out, but one thing that did strike me is I wondered if Mees hadn't had success at minor level this year and we'll say last year in terms of the 2020 Leinster title you have a Leinster in 2020 a Leinster in 2021 and all Ireland in 2021 and it did occur to me that if Meath hadn't had that success would we be now seeing what we're seeing in terms of the news that's come out this week in terms of the, the post-minor stuff and all that in other words does it take success like that for a county to finally think to themselves actually geez lads we need to get our, our ducks in a row here because if these lads don't come through to senior level a lot of questions are going to be asked so did that success put a gun to the county board's head really? Um, I, I definitely, I, I'd say it was a catalyst. You know, the success that we've had over the last, you know, four to five years at underage level, you know, it, it definitely got a lot of people thinking uh, there, you know, about how we should move forward and, you know, how we could better build a foundation for success in the future. Mm. Um, you know, I suppose, you know, that, that with Noel and Valerie Morn coming in, uh, as as sponsors to join with uh, Owen and Alice Brennan from Devonish, mm. you know it it it's it's a I suppose it's a statement of intent uh, really that you know there's a lot of really really good things going on uh, there and you know this this backing this sponsorship um, is going to make sure that the resources both the, the the physical resources and you know the the personnel resources will be there to back up. Uh, you know the good work that's going on there at the moment. So you know, like we we've looked at a lot of of, of talented underage players. You know, maybe go by the wayside and and being a little bit disappointed about how those players really weren't supported uh, to go on and play um, adult for for their county or under twenty for their county. And you know, this this is a statement that we are here to support these players. You know, to give them everything they need, coaching wise and and physical resources wise, uh, to to enable them uh, to go further in in county football. You touched on uh, Noel and Valerie's involvement there. Noel, of course, a proud Beckton man like myself, as you know, Cahill, and, a, and a sco- an old school friend of yours, I believe, as well. That's he, right. he he has some very um, lofty goals for me at football, which you, you talked about, you know, setting goals for the minors, and you, you, you termed it as maybe being a little bit arrogant. But Noel Moran certainly has has high ambitions for me as well. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and like, and Noel, Noel made no bones about it, as as did Owen Brennan at, at the launch in in Beckton last Tuesday. You know. The, the the funding and the resources are going to be put in place, um, you know, with the intention that, 
you know, further down the road uh, there in 24, you know, 2024, 2025, 2026, that if if this work, um, you know, is carried out, um, you know, if the supports are put in place there, that there's no reason why Mead can't be competing for an All-Ireland uh, at that stage there. You know, so we're, 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 we are bringing home success at underage level. You know, the players that are playing now are... Uh, at, at minor level both last year and this year and, and in Joe Trainer's squad there as well they're not um, afraid of any other county in Ireland um, you know they believe they have the skill set they believe they have the fitness they have the, the mental preparation in place to, to face any other county and be competitive with any other county and if we can continue uh, that progress and, and continue to support these players Noel would believe and I would agree with him fully that you know we, we should be putting ourselves in, in the shop window for competing for North Ireland in, in three, four five years time yeah and I suppose it's important to note as well from, from myself we've been critical of the county board and this show and much of the criticism has been warranted but it's it's important to cr- give credit where it's due here as well and this has been a, a great week for, for me in terms of news and, and it hopefully will be a huge step forward um, just one final question for you then Carl. What, what do the next uh, three to four five months look like for you in terms of this post minor role yeah, so initially the, the, the idea will be is that uh, we will screen these players, uh, assess where they're at um, you know, physically and skill-wise uh, through the winter months, the kind of November, December, January. Um, there wouldn't be too much pitch work going on at that stage. These players have played a lot of football uh, this year. Um, you know, my squad, I suppose, uh, were very, very busy with ourselves and then have gone straight into uh, uh, the end of the, the minor club league and straight into the minor championship, which will finish up on the 7th of November. So, you know, they don't particularly need a lot of pitch work, you know, during November and December. But, you know, there will be a lot of screening and assessment to see where they're at uh, physically and skills wise. And then into January and February, then obviously we'll get a strength and conditioning program in place, get a skills program in place. Um, I'd hope to have the players once a week. Um, we'll also be working in tandem with uh, John McCarthy's 2020 squad, um, the under 20 squad, sorry, for 2022, uh, in that, um, you know, players that, that may drop off John's squad could come into our squad or players that are maybe showing up very well in our squad but might have the opportunity to jump it up into uh, the the John squad as well, so we will we'll 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 have a very kind of strong uh, link going on between the two squads there. But it's it's I'm I'm very excited about it. I I know it's a new role and it's a kind of a blank canvas uh, in that it hasn't been done in Meads before. But you know it's it's something that definitely needed to be done. Um, we're very enthusiastic. I suppose that um, you know we can we've built up a great trust with these players and with their families and clubs and schools over the last four years, and we'd like to continue uh, in that role with them. Um, and as I said, hopefully, you know, look at these players really reach their potential at the next step of this pathway at under 20 level, with ultimately, I suppose, with the hope that these guys, uh, quite a number of them, will go on and, and represent me at, at senior level in years to come. Yeah, it's certainly very exciting times. Just one, just one last question on a slightly broader topic. I've seen uh, a few discussions and a few articles recently about the, de- the debate around under 18 versus under 17, under 21 versus under 20. I mean, myself and yourself, obviously grew up in an era when it was under 21 and under 18 do you have any kind of strong view on on whether under 17 is better or worse than under 18 or do you see any any massive distinction between the two of them 
Well, I know, I suppose, having worked at club level with Wolf Tones, um, uh, minor level, you know, 15s, 16s, 17s and 18s, I know one of the the big stumbling blocks we always ran into when the players um, were under 18 is that they were also eligible to play adult uh, mm. for their club. So mm. you did have a number of players that would have uh, worked with us uh, in Wolf Tones that would have been playing um, you know, minor football they would have been playing schools or colleges football some of them and then they would have been playing adult football they would have been eligible to play adult football as well so um, you know those players they were under major pressure I suppose to try and serve so many different masters the bringing it back to under 17 um, means that you know they are only eligible to play underage so that's that's a massive positive um, I suppose and, and then you know, going to under 20 I suppose the gap from under 18 to under 21 that three years gap was a big gap now it's under 17 to under 20 which is a similar gap but Again, I I think that probably it's a better overall fit um, there because those players at under 17, you're you're working them out at 18, 19 uh, there to be ready for the 20s. And then, you know, probably it's not an automatic that they go from under 20 to senior. They may need a year or two uh, of more skills or physical development, some of those players to play senior. But my my overall view, David, is, is that under 17 to under 20 um, is a better setup than what was there originally. OK, well, that's interesting to hear. Listen, Cahal, it's been a fantastic year for me, GAA, on the pitch. Congratulations once again on that All-Ireland minor title and best of luck with the new role. Thanks a million. Looking forward to it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.